Welcome to Butterbarn Banter, where we talk about a new Fortnite Battle Royale topic every episode. I'm Emma. And I'm Anna, and today we are talking about looting and weapons. But first, let's give you all an update. I am at level 193, which is hard to believe. And I'm somewhere in the 150s or 160s, I think. Fortnite definitely fixed the uh, rough XP system at the beginning of the system uh, at the beginning of the season and now it's just so easy to level up we've just skyrocketed yeah it's really changed a lot there's a website called fortnitexp.com no i think it's fortnitexp.net where it says what level you need to be at in order to reach level 100 or 200 by the end of the season and At first, I could not keep up with the level I needed to be at each day, but now I've far surpassed it. So they definitely fixed the XP challenges. Yes. I don't want to say that I want the game to be made easy for me, but it was a struggle at first compared to previous seasons. So I'm glad that they fixed that. And now... At level 193, I'm very close to getting all of the Battle Pass rewards because that ends at level 200. And I'm curious to see what level I actually get to by the end of the season. At this point in previous seasons, I was not that close to finishing out the Battle Pass. Last season, I did put a lot of effort in and I finished all the Battle Pass rewards, but I feel like it took me some effort. Whereas now I could just play a couple more rounds and then probably be good for the rest of the season. Yeah, I remember just like in a few rounds the other day, I leveled up like eight times. And that was crazy. Yeah, it's fast. Because in the previous season, I didn't even think I was necessarily going to reach level 200. I got it finally right at the very end uh, before the season ended. So it was definitely a lot different. And two seasons ago for Primal, I don't remember what the top level was for rewards. It was definitely past 200, maybe like 225, and I did not reach that. Yeah, I didn't get many of the bonus rewards for that season. Yeah, but after a point, the bonus rewards are just different colors of skins they already gave you. Yep. So right now I'm just waiting on two more gold rune styles of skins. And we have some updates on purchased skins. It seems like this podcast is giving me good luck with the item shop because our first episode was about skins and I had just bought Marigold. Yep. And then we talked about skins and then skins I like keep coming into the (laughs) item shop since then. So since last time, I have bought both Dummy, who is the crash test robot character, And Shadow Midas, because he finally made his debut as a skin, and I am so happy to have another Midas since I can never get the original one. Yep. We were hoping that Shadow Midas would actually be an NPC for Halloween, but he was not, sadly. Yeah. But overall, Fort Nightmares, which is their Halloween celebration, was pretty good. I really liked that there were Halloween directions. I really like that there were Halloween decorations around the map, and there was a witch's room you could ride on, and a pumpkin launcher instead of a grenade launcher. But I think that was... Or a rocket launcher, not a grenade launcher. 
okay yeah sorry i get them mixed up that's fine but yeah i really liked all the halloween decorations in the different towns yeah i don't remember if they were there last year because fortnite mirrors was around the time i started playing last year I really liked how Fortnite Mirrors last year had the Nightmare Royale option, and I really would, and I would love to have that brought back. With that, once you were eliminated, you came back as a shadow creature, and then you could still go and attack other players. And if everyone became a shadow, then it was a Nightmare Royale, and you collectively won. Yeah, that does sound pretty fun. So it's too bad I missed out on that. Yeah. I wonder how you... I guess they were killable, because how else would a normal person win? <laughs> yeah, because now in this season, there are the, like, shadow cubes that you can eat to uh, become kind of transparent and fly around for a limited amount of time, and you can kind of see people when they're in that uh, state, even though they are mostly invisible. You can kind of see their outline. Yeah. I'm really not sure what the point of those is. Uh, you can supposedly phase through walls. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah, tried that. I haven't tried it either, but... What if you need to be sneaky? Yeah? Maybe if you move slower, you're less visible. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> so that's that's my update. There have been some other skins that I've been interested in buying, but I really don't need to spend more money on skins. <laughs> Right now, there have been several bomber variations recently, and I like her, but I don't know which one of her I like enough, like, which one of her I like the most to want to buy it, but I feel like she comes back into the shop pretty often. Yeah. And Emma finally bought something. Yeah, I finally, I finally bought my first uh, item shop skins ever, because they, for Halloween, they did a collaboration with the Resident Evil video game series. And I'm a fan of those. I'm really bad at playing them, but I'm a big fan of the characters and the story, so I picked those up. Tell our audience about all the items that came in the pack. Okay, yeah. So I didn't... They they were like... um, There was an emote and pickaxes that I didn't really care about, so I just got the main pack, which had the two characters, Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine, and then there are two back blings, which is uh, like an herb in a pot, because that's the healing items in Resident Evil, and a typewriter, because that's how you save your game in Resident Evil, on a typewriter. What was the emote? Uh, just uh, with an umbrella, because the, villain, oh, okay. the villains in Resident Evil are Umbrella Corporation. Interesting. I didn't want to miss out on more of those gaming collaborations that I like because yeah. since I kind of started playing or I bought my battle pass the first time because I was like oh there's a Lara Croft skin that's cool so I guess that's what it takes for me to buy stuff in <laughs> Fortnite yeah speaking of the item shop today I don't know how long it's gonna last but today they added Monopoly back blings so you can be the battleship or the hat from Monopoly I mean no you can't be it you can have it on your back <laughs> Would you would you be person sized or would you be small? Oh, I was thinking person size. A person sized hat. Yeah, I'm not sure if you are hat sized how it would work with holding the guns and things. 
If you were big, I feel like it would be like Veggie Tales, where they somehow can hold things even though they don't have hands. Yeah. Although I did just realize maybe you could do the Monopoly mascot, Rich Uncle Pennybags, as a skin. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting looking. So that'd be a very different style than your typical skin. But they have done some other art styles like Rick and Morty and Gilded Guy, some other cartoony ones. I yeah. feel like you'd fit into that category. More 2D, self-shaded kind. We could do a quick chapter 8 update. I don't think there's really much new to say beyond the cubes have moved to the center of the map. Yep, so now there's a, instead of the aftermath, the big, like, crater from the UFO crashing or whatever it was, uh, there's the convergence, which is a bunch of cubes all stacked up, like a little cube city. Yeah. A lot of it's bouncy. Yeah. I don't really care about it. (laughs) (laughs) I assume that probably something storyline-wise will happen there eventually. Yeah, because there's a big thing above the Convergence. Yes, it's like, (laughs) I keep thinking it's the sun in the sky. (laughs) I look at it at the right angle. It's a big glowing ball that the Cube Queen is inside of. Yeah, the Cube Queen's the new character. Yeah, she's one of the Battle Pass skins. Yeah, like the secret skin. Oh yeah, she had a bunch of quests so oh is that how you got her skin in the first place yep or is that part of yeah the battle so pass? it unlocked i think you might have to have the battle pass to do the quests but okay i cannot confirm that at this time <laughs> <laughs> that's all right yeah so there were three different color variations of her and she has a glider that is actually walking down a set of stairs, which is really cool. And you can only use it with her, which is too bad because I think it's a really neat idea. And I haven't I haven't even played as her yet, so I haven't seen it. So I should do that later. Does she have a back bling? Yeah, just kind of like a cubey sparkle thing. <laughs> oh, that's right. I actually really like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forget about that. I think I've used it on a few other skins. I just haven't played this yet. I have too. Yeah. Sometime we will have to do an episode about YouTube roleplay channels who do Fortnite videos. <laughs> <laughs> I caught up a bit on some of them the other day, and one of the big channels says that Torin is the Cube Queen's daughter, and another one says that this skin named Sierra is her daughter, and in both of them, she disowns her daughter to some degree, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think canonically she has a daughter. Well, we don't really know anything about her yet. Yeah, it's, um, one- we've got one more month of the season left. Who knows what will happen? Yeah. Also, uh, one channel had her falling in love with Shadow Midas, and the other one had her, like, controlling him and turning him more evil. Question is, do all these channels just steal ideas from each other, or do they oddly just share the same brain cell? (laughs) I think the same person does all their thumbnails. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Because I'm pretty sure that 
two different channels at least have done videos like so-and-so gets a new house and on two separate channels the thumbnail had the character's head in house for, <laughs> like with windows for the eyes i love it they're so well done though they've got great voice acting and i'm glad i discovered them well, I mainly discovered them because of people making fun of them on Reddit. But the first few role plays I watched were done by probably like 12 year olds. So I'm glad that I discovered the more professional one. <laughs> the first one, this is totally a tangent. The first one I watched because I saw it on the Fortnite subreddit was something like the sus stepsister part two remake or something <laughs> remake. like that it just had yeah it was something remake like a two different qualifiers on the end and either that or a similar one had well one at least one i saw had doggo as the dog in the family and another one had meowsles as a pet cat who likes to go to the gym and then I watched something about Gujiman being an evil rabbit, an evil pet rabbit that was killing people. And then I got into the more professional ones that have very different <laughs> plot lines. And they just take whatever the newest skins are and do stories with them, which is too bad because then you wonder what happened to previous characters. Like, I think they had phased out Midas a while ago but then of course he came back since now Shadow Midas is the skin yeah yeah I haven't even seen anything with Midsummer Midas in a while are they all supposed to be the same person I don't even know <laughs> yeah well I think it's Newscape Pro is the channel where they're I haven't seen as much of that one but there seems to be more continuity like with that one Jewel's is also named Marigold for some reason, and I don't know why I haven't seen enough of it. I think she turned into Marigold in one video. But there seems to be a, a long-standing plot, at least, with him in that one. I think he might have, like, said he was gonna, like, basically retire or something, but then came back to be Shadow Midas. Once Shadow mm. Midas was a thing. <laughs> I know this is a long tangent, but I would like to, to know more about that. Um, also with the Carnage skin, there was a lot of Venom and Carnage content, and I assume the Venom skins came out whenever the first Venom movie did, but I had not seen them before. I guess if you wish Fortnite had a lot more story in it, you just watch these weird videos instead. Yes, I, I will tell you now, so you don't have to wait, Seasons is one. Little Kelly is one. And Newscape Pro. I've seen the most of seasons. And there's definitely a lot of really weird stuff. Yeah, they're usually in, pretty but weird. there's some fun storylines. But yeah, they'll just totally drop storylines. Like, okay, people hated this like in the comments so much. I'm fine with it because, I mean, they're not the normal skins. Anyway, at least one channel, maybe more than one, had Midsummer Midas and what's Jewel's name? Was it just some Beach Jewels? Jewel. Beach Jewels. Beach Jewels. 
Yeah, they had Midsummer and Midas and Beach Duels as a couple, and everyone's mad because regular Midas is regular Jules' dad. <laughs> but I'm like, they're just skins. They're just, they're like playing different characters than the normal <laughs> Midas and Jules. I'm sure it's, it's fine. Oh yeah, it was definitely two different channels doing that because both of them had a pregnancy storyline <laughs> and one of them had Jules getting mad at Midas for partying all the time. The other one had Midas getting mad at Jules for partying all the time. Wow. <laughs> they, they did steal that one from each other. <laughs> anyway, this has been a really long tangent, but I really enjoy my... Uh, but I, I'm really entertained by these roleplay channels and enjoy them and want to spread the joy to other people. Yeah, we got to talk about other <laughs> stuff, but this was a fun tangent. Yeah, we can talk more about that later. Yep. So, on to looting and weapons. Since last episode we gave advice on the general gameplay in Fortnite, now we'll be diving more into the specifics of how to become a more efficient player. Obviously, you need good loot if you want to succeed in any given round of Fortnite, so we're going to give you our tips on good places to look for what you need. And this is all subject to become outdated in the future, so keep that in mind, because some map locations change with each new season, and the entire map might be changed when we reach a new chapter. But in addition to our advice about certain locations, we'll be giving just some more general advice about looting as well that you can use at any time in the future. Well, first we have a list of places to look in houses and other buildings. You can check the attics, you can check basements, sometimes there's secret basements so there aren't stairs inside the house, but there might be stairs you can get to from an outside door and go underneath. Maybe not even any stairs at all so if you think you might hear something down there just pickaxe through the floor because there might be a secret room yes and you can usually pickaxe through the ceiling as well which is something that i don't think either of us knew at first so that's an easy way to get into the attics the other way would be to land on top of the house when you start the game and then pickaxe your way in but do be careful if you pickaxe your way into a building that's like not a house like something taller because if there's nothing right below you you will fall and die immediately <laughs> yeah <laughs> which has definitely happened to me me too i don't know about dying but definitely injured but yeah i've probably died that way every once in a while you'll see a tunnel like there'll be a grate in the wall that you can open and crawl through i haven't seen that very often but there's sometimes not always a chest in there Yep, like in IO Outpost right now. Some of them have, like, crawling through events and spy movies. That's what they're like. Yeah. And you can hear chests with sort of a, like, glowy, sparkly sound. If you hear that, you can use that to try to move in the direction of the sound. So that's why it's good to play Fortnite with the sound on. <laughs> Not just for that, but so you can hear where people are shooting and things, too. There is an option in the settings, though to have more sound indicators around you so even if you oh, have that's the sound right. off or like if you're deaf you can still play fortnite i'm going to have to try that sometime just to see how it works yeah but the flip side is like you can't use it to be like extra better because it will change your audio from stereo to mono so 
you have to rely. Oh, interesting. Um, only on the directions shown in the little indicators instead of your own ears. Yeah. I see a note here about behind pipes or generators. I can't picture those specifically. Um, Maybe you can yeah, there's, more about that. There are some buildings around the map that are more like utility buildings. And uh, I know there's some that usually have a chest behind some like equipment where you can't really see them. Uh, but you can probably hear them, and you can just know to destroy the pipes or whatever's in the way. Yeah, I know there's some places where there will be kind of a corner desk, and there's a yeah. chest hiding behind that. And then there's at least one gas station where there's stuff, like, kind of surrounding the chest in the middle. Like, maybe it's the cash register area or something, I'm not sure. But you can hear it, but you can't see it until you start pickaxing something out of the way sometimes chests are very easy to see but sometimes they're more hidden especially like in houses there's often chests under staircases yes that is a good place to look no matter what i always take a peek under the staircase and sometimes it is hidden by boxes or something that you have to chop up first but it seems like more often than not there's at least one chest under a staircase in any given house or IO building. Yeah, I feel like in a in a house, there's usually three main locations where there'd be a chest. The attic, on top of a bed, or under the staircase. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are a lot on top of beds. I think sometimes there'll be one on top of the toilet, but that's much rarer. For ammo boxes, they like to hide out in bathtubs for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't remember if there is usually many ammo boxes in houses besides in the bathtubs, or if it's more just chests. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I don't pay attention to where ammo boxes usually are as much. I feel like um, yeah, garages. There's usually one. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, ammo boxes are easier to find in general, so I think that's probably why we don't think about them as much. Yeah. There's almost always an ammo box at the bus station sort of places where the telephones are right now. Yep. And yeah, some places are just all over the ground, like around some of the UFO wreckage right now. Oh yeah, and uh, that's a good spot for this season, are the alien crash sites. Where the yeah. UFO wreckage is, there's a ton of UFO or of treasure chests all the time, and yeah. ammo boxes. And who knows how much longer they'll be there? But the Guardian Towers probably always have at least one chest. Yeah, at they the top have often one two. or two chests on top, and usually like just a weapon sitting outside of it too. Yeah, and then more stuff on the way down as you go down the stair, like the winding stairs around the outside yep. of it. And then there's more buildings outside of the tower that usually have at least one other chest yeah. for you. So those are good spots to land that don't have names that usually a lot of people don't go to if you want. Yeah. Somewhere isolated. I'm going to miss those Guardians Towers. Sorry, I'm going to miss those Guardian <laughs> Towers whenever those go away. Yeah, I used to land at them all the time back in Season 6. Another lesser-known area that's not as good is, I think these are more on the east side of the map. I'm not sure if they're really anywhere else. The big 
towers, like like telephone line or power line towers that have zip lines connecting them. Oh, yeah. Often there's chests on top of those, and I rarely see people around those. The problem is you have to be careful not to jump off and die. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't land on them, if you just miss by a little bit, you can't get back up without building a lot because they're really tall. But there is often a chest on the main platform or there might even be a chest on the very top and you have to break up part of the tower to get it to fall down. But those seem to be a decent place too. Another place that I like to land, well, I haven't in a while, but I used to land there a lot for whatever reason, is kind of in the southeast portion of the map where the mountains are. There are some like campsites Mm -hmm. so there will be a few tents and a bunch of metal containers and things and there's generally some loot strewn around as well as treasure chests and there's usually not anyone else around but when there is at least they're usually pretty easy to see against the snow yeah if you land at like a smaller campsite there's usually less people but if you land at like the weather station i think it's called I feel like usually maybe one other person will land there if I do. One of my favorite spots to land for good loot is gas stations for sure. Yeah. Because usually you can land on the roof and there'll be uh, bandages or a weapon. You can just pickaxe through the roof and there'll be a chest inside. Maybe like a box of fruit so you can get some some mushrooms. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, there could be another chest in, like, the more garagey buildings near gas stations. And then you can just take a car and go somewhere else. So I feel like gas stations are a really good place to start. Yeah, and gas stations also will usually have the bigger ammo boxes as well as the chonker tires that you can put on your car. Yeah. And, of course, gas. If the car you chose doesn't have enough gas in it yeah i think another fun spot to land at that not a lot of other people do is the radio station which is kind of near the north of the map near craggy cliffs because that has a lot of like hidden places for different treasure chests like uh, we talked about hidden basements i feel like that basement goes really deep so there's a lot of interesting <laughs> places to look for things there. Yeah. It's a much bigger area, but I think Believer Beach or Sweaty Sands, I can't remember which one it's called right now, but the beach in the northwest area of the map, it has a lot of guns and ammo just lying around on the sand. Yeah. And like other places, you'll find ammo boxes and chests there as well. I think there's usually at least one chest hiding in the wooden area that's holding up the pier and that's a good spot for like fishing rods too yes yeah yeah to find fishing rods or harpoon guns you'll want to look in the fishing barrels which are generally near water probably always near water yeah sometimes there's like fishing stores though too but oh yeah and sometimes they're out like on a pier other or other times they're in a building near uh, the river or something. I've been trying to fish a lot lately, and seems like 
whenever I actually want a fishing barrel, I can't find one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, look near water. Yeah, if you follow like the coastline or a river long enough, you'll probably eventually find a fishing barrel. So if you do want to fish a lot, um, obviously landing near the coast would be a good spot, or like Believer Beach. Or, yeah, I don't even know if it's still called Believer Beach or not. <laughs> I haven't landed there in a long time. Um, Is it... I don't know if it's Lazy Lake or what. What's the big lake in the south called? I'm not sure. Wait, the I think one that near is Misty Lazy Meadows. Lake, I think it's called... Yeah. Because yeah, I think it's called Lazy Lake Island that's in it. Yeah. So that's a nice large area of water, except it is not likely to be in the circle once the circle forms, so... <laughs> Just be careful. I feel like you've got a better chance uh, if you live land, say, at a river near the middle of the map. Yeah, there's also a smaller lake. I don't know what it's called, um, but it's in the kind of like the middle of the western side, kind of in between like corny crops or whatever it's called and retail row. There's a house there and some other small buildings and a lot of fishing barrels or fishing rod barrels, so that's a good spot to grab some fish. And there's also a yeah. lot of chests there, so that's a good spot to land. They are, I think they are officially called fishing barrels, even though they have just fishing rods in them. <laughs> there are loot llamas, so these are pretty rare. I've seen them more this current season, but that may be because they changed them, so now they actually move like they're alive. But loot llamas, they look like pinatas, but llama shaped and previously you could just go up to them and open them like a chest to get loot but now they run away from you and drop loot as they go mostly shield potions and ammo yep and you can shoot at them and i imagine if you shoot it down there will be more loot i don't remember yeah. when the last actually successfully did that because they are they're pretty resilient <laughs> Yeah, and they do disappear eventually if you take too long. But if you do destroy a loot llama, I think usually they drop a lot of materials. And I think right now oh, they okay. usually drop, um, like, chug cannons. Oh, nice. Yeah. There are also supply drops, and those tend to show up a little later in the game. And those will show up on the map as these blue, blue crates. crates. Yeah. And they come down in hot air balloons, so if you see one on the map, you're not sure why you can't see it, just look up in the sky, and it's probably going to be really small, (laughs) gradually coming towards you. And they do land eventually, but you can shoot at the balloon to pop it and make it fall down faster. And sometimes they land in weird places, like up in a tree, and then you have to knock the tree down to get it. (laughs) Yeah. But those have, you know, a decent amount of stuff. Not always what you want, but... Yeah, they usually have, like, a higher... Higher rarity weapons, like purple yeah. or gold. Fortnite had its fourth birthday a few weeks ago, and they had uh, birthday presents that you could open that were kind of like that, too. But they were way bigger. Like, you could hide inside the, the box. <laughs> yeah, they were they were more like, um... Were they the kind that you could throw? And they would appear? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. One time I was hiding inside one, and I can't remember how that happened. Well, if you threw one probably, like, right at your feet, it would probably just oh, open around okay. you. All right. So we mentioned the IO bases as being another place besides houses where you can look under the stairs. And IO bases have IO weapons. 
The main ones I could think of were the rail gun and the recon scanner. Are there some I'm not thinking of? I don't know. Uh, if there are... Yeah, I think all the other ones aren't in this season anymore. Yeah. The rail gun is like a big laser gun. Yeah, it's like a sniper, but without the scope. But you have a laser sight that can help you aim Yeah. And the recon scanner isn't really a weapon. That's something you just shoot and it's kind of like a flash of light and if someone's in the way there will be a little like red diamond sort of tag on them so you can see where they are even if they're behind a building or something they'll still show up I previously mentioned like the specific io uh chests the big black boxes oh yeah we forgot to mention that they're big black boxes because there are also regular chests that show up in those places too yeah there's a quite a few IO bases on the map right now and they're usually pretty good places to grab a few weapons. Yeah, if you're not very familiar with the game, they are the places <laughs> If you're not very familiar with the game, they're the places that have black cars that you can take which are really fast and a um a big satellite dish. And sometimes guards, but not always. And I think some some of the smaller bases don't have the satellite dishes. Oh, okay. But yeah, just kind of like yeah. a small gray building. Yeah, I have a hard time seeing them on the map. I recently had to look up where they were. And there was more than I thought because I just haven't been seeing them as much. So if you want an IO weapon, go to an IO base. If you want fishing barrels, go near water. And if you want something like fruit... There are other good places for that if you need to get fruit for a quest or something like that. I think the best places would be the orchard, which might go without saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of apple trees and cabbage patches there. I really like picking cabbage for some reason. <laughs> and sometimes there's cabbage patches just around like normal houses too. Yeah, I like finding those too. I've seen several empty ones recently, and it makes me wonder if it's, like, a winter thing. Like, Ooh. since it was Halloween, they stopped growing. Yeah. I'm not sure. But they're still on the farms. Um, Coral Castle has a lot more, like, banana trees and coconut trees were those fruits. And also, the cool thing is if you go to a place with cornfield, like, corny crops or bony burbs... If you cut down the corn with your pickaxe, then actual corn you can pick up and eat will fall where it was. And in Weeping Woods, there are mushrooms that you can pick. Shield mushrooms. Yep. And there are slurp mushrooms in the southwest, I guess. Oh, Near where okay. Slurpy Swamp used that. to be. Yeah. That reminds me, so... I don't know how long this will be relevant because it's one of the current season's quests, but there's this mushroom character named Madcap, and his level 5 quest is to eat an apple and a banana, and bananas are much harder to find in the game. But, I don't know if this is always, but the one time I went to the second floor of the barn he's in, I found a banana. Ooh. So, check that first. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of going all over trying to find a <laughs> banana, like I usually do. Yeah, and there's like fruit crates... Like, in gas stations we mentioned, and also there's, like, some grocery stores in Retail Row that you can find all sorts yeah. of different fruit in, or, like, chili peppers. Yeah, bony burps and 
the orchard area, there are also places that have like big crates of corn and if you break them, you get corn. But I'm not sure if any other type of food is there. Yeah, there might be like apple crates too, corn and apples. Yeah, that would make sense. Those seem to be the two most abundant <laughs> yeah. edible things in the game. The main exports of the island. Oh yeah, we'll have to talk about that in our future uh, making up lore episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see, you mentioned bridges in our notes. Oh, yep. And there are some bridges that look kind of like bony burbs, where they look like a lot of kind of makeshift stuff has been built on top of them, and those are full of loot. And then I'm guessing other bridges have, you know, a lesser degree of loot. Yeah, but like the steel bridges, um, like your normal, not a wooden bridge, yeah. but... Usually, you can at least find a few things outside. You can always find a lot of cars there. And if there's not a chest on the top side of the bridge, usually there's a staircase to go below it, and there's often a chest down there. So sometimes I like landing at bridges, because you you never know what you're going to find. Then you can grab a car and leave. Yeah. I guess that's the theme with my looting. (laughs) Grab a car and leave. (laughs) Yeah. We forgot to mention, too, in the commercial buildings, like not houses, sometimes the bathroom stalls will have chests in them. Sometimes there's, like, nothing in the stalls, which is weird. Like, no toilets or anything. Oh, I've never noticed that. there is. Yeah. So so it's not like it's a consistent thing. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, for some reason lately I've been really into smashing things off walls. Like, you can do that with uh, the hand dryers if they're in bathrooms and... It's interesting to see that sometimes if there's painting that's on walls in a place, you can knock the painting off by itself. Other times it's just part of the wall. Mm. I don't know why I've decided to focus on that. Really. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, we also noted some less busy areas for looting are Isla Nublada, which is in the southwest. It is the island that Aurelia used to be at, and it's just kind of a big stone castle area so actually a lot like coral castle but i'm guessing that not many people go there the last time i went there someone was there and killed me (laughs) and there's also fort crumpet which is in the north west near coral castle but it's more of a a land-based castle yeah lots of nooks and crannies in different rooms with chests there so Once you've gathered all of your great loot and you have all these different types of weapons, you probably want to know more about what these weapons do. Yes. And I'm not sure how many weapons there are, but there's got to be over a (laughs) hundred. But the nice thing is, in a typical game, there's not going to be a huge variety available because they'll add and remove weapons, you know, Every season, and even throughout the season, they might add and remove weapons. So if you want to see weapons you don't normally see, then you can go into creative mode and try some of the other things that people have made where you can try weapons that you haven't seen before, like the drum gun. I don't think I've ever seen the drum gun in the normal game. Yeah, I don't think we've played through a season that had that prevalent, at least. Unless it was in one of our, like, really early seasons. But I've definitely used it in a lot of, like, creative modes. Yeah. 
The main thing I know about the drum gun was that that's what Midas had when he was an NPC <laughs> before I started playing. And I saw some fan art at one point where it was captioned something like Midas hiding in the walls so people stop trying to kill him and take his gun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've made a list of types of weapons and we can talk about the pros and cons of them. With the amount of damage listed, I don't know if it's 100% accurate because I started getting the numbers from an older article and then I got other numbers from the Fortnite wiki. So I'm guessing that it's at least mostly correct. Yeah, and they might uh, vary between different types of the types. Right. I was surprised to see today that actually there isn't that much difference between the different rarities. Like, for assault rifles from common, it's 30, and then uncommon was, like, 31 or 32. It only went up one or two points at a time, which surprised me, because I'm always trying to swap out guns for better ones, but it actually doesn't make that much difference. I think some rarities might actually have better accuracy and stuff, too, though, because I feel like when I have a higher rarity of, like, assault rifle, it just aims a lot better. Maybe that's just a trick of the mind, but I feel like it's not, (laughs) (laughs) considering it happens. Yeah, it's not something I really pay attention to, so that that could definitely be true. So, yeah, let's start with assault rifles. Yeah, assault rifles are overall my favorite weapon. That's, I think, changing. I'm not sure I have one favorite weapon anymore, but... That's something I've generally used throughout my Fortnite career of the past year or so. Yeah, it's definitely a good thing to keep on hand. Yeah. The regular assault rifle starts at 30 damage per shot, and this is based on people's health and shield points. So if someone has full health and full shields, they would need 200 damage to kill them. Yep, and headshots do more damage. Yeah, from my research today, it looks like often headshots do double the damage, but it depends on the weapon. So yeah, assault rifles we briefly mentioned when we were going through our finer, or our overall look at how Fortnite works in our previous episode. Uh, They're good for like mid or long range fighting. Yep. Uh, The regular assault rifle seems to be pretty common and it's changed in different seasons. Like, I remember previously we had the heavy assault rifles, but now we don't. Now we have the burst assault rifles. I'm guessing those, like, send out a few bullets yeah. at once. So, that, first of all, let's talk about the heavy. I think the heavy did more damage, but it had either less accuracy or and or more recoil, recoil I believe. Oh, okay. The burst, um, it's not, like totally autumn i mean it's automatic still like the assault rifles can be but uh instead of a really steady stream it does like three quick ones and then a pause and then three more quick shots we should specify that recoil basically means the gun bounces around so it becomes less accurate is that right yeah so like if you're aiming like say you're aiming at a uh unmoving object you shoot and then the recoil you would be able to see that you're sight has moved away from that. So if you have a weapon with, like, no recoil, then your sights would still be on the exact same spot. Your crosshair wouldn't have moved. But if a weapon has high recoil, then it's probably moved far away from where you were initially aiming. 
Yeah. Oh, you should mention the aiming tips too. So general aiming tips I found are that crouching helps, which is not something I do often, but maybe I'll have to start trying that. I usually only crouch when I need to get into something that has a low ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Using the aim button, which I always do, that will usually zoom you in a little bit on the crosshairs. And doing single shots instead of the automatic fire. And automatic fire is just holding down your your fire button. Yeah, for like an um, automatic weapon like the assault rifles. And what else do we have? There's suppressed assault rifles sometimes. So a suppressed weapon just means it's quiet. Scoped, meaning it has a scope so you can see people far away. There's a thermal one, which sounds pretty cool. Maybe I've used that in creative mode once. That's a scope with a thermal view so you can see where hidden enemies might be. And then there's this new combat one. Yeah, the combat one is... I think it fires faster, but it has a lot of recoil. Yeah, I do not like it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little hard to control. Then there's shotguns. Shotguns are very important. Yeah, like in real life, they shoot a bunch of small bullets at once. Yeah, so if someone's close to you, you're obviously not going to have a lot of time to finally aim at them, so having a wide spray is very useful for close quarters combat. Yeah, and these start at 80 damage. I did not realize they were so powerful. And there are a lot of variants... I think there isn't such a thing as just a normal shotgun. Like, there's the normal, regular assault rifle, but I think all shotguns have some other name to them. Yeah. So, the pump shotgun has been a staple weapon, I think, since I started playing. Currently, the other big one is the lever action. I think the lever action ones are the ones where it spins around in your hand when you reload it. Yeah, those are my current favorite. The difference between shotguns, when you're choosing like which kind you want to opt to have in your arsenal, is usually uh, the time between shots. Like if you want to shoot a lot of shots in a row, you're going to want something more like the combat shotgun. Or if you want a lot of damage, you're going to want something more like the pump shotgun. Yeah, and you can find statistics for all these things on the Fortnite wiki. I'm sure there's lots of other lists online, too. Yeah, and also when you just pick up a weapon, you can go in your inventory and look at the different stats. I always forget you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Then there's SMGs, which means submachine guns. And these are much weaker. They start at 17 damage, but they shoot really fast. Yeah. So you're meant to just hold down the button and let them shoot a lot. And they are short range, like shotguns, so you're not going to want to use them from very far away. Uh, There are some different, there's at least one different variety of the SMG because there's the, you can craft them right now into rapid fire. Oh, yeah. Which shoots even faster, so... Yeah, I think there are uh, several different varieties. I just didn't get them on the list. (laughs) Yeah, usually in the game right now, it's just the submachine gun. Then there are pistols. Like the assault rifles, there are a lot of varieties. Yeah, and I feel like I'm actually leaning more into using pistols over assault rifles now. Me too. Well, maybe not more than assault rifles, but I'm definitely actually like picking them up and using them now. Yeah, they do less damage, but they have a lot less... Uh, recoil and they're a lot more accurate. Yep. 
So the weakest ones start at 23 damage, so a little better than SMG. And just a regular pistol is, is the main kind, but there are suppressed pistols, there are dual pistols where you've got one in each hand, and I think that's just to look cool. Like, well, no, the stats don't... are probably slightly different, but oh wait, do they shoot faster or something? Well, they probably shoot like two at a time, like one right after another, kind of like the burst assault, I think. Oh, okay, I don't know. I was just thinking of the fiend hunters and those, they only shoot one at a time. They just alternate hands. Yeah, I think the dual pistols are different. Okay. And there's one called a hand cannon. I which love Which has the much more power. I feel like I had trouble with it. It's basically like a sniper in a pistol, but there's no scope. <laughs> I can't remember why I thought I had trouble with it. Does it just have, does it have like a short range or something? Maybe I no, just pushed I think really it bad using it, it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's because it takes a while to shoot. And if you're not accurate with it, then it's obviously not going to be too handy. Yeah. In previous seasons, there's also been, like, revolvers. Yeah! Uh, which probably do more damage than your average pistol, but uh, hold less bullets and take longer between shots. Yeah, let me see if I can find a list. I think I was going to add revolvers to the list and then I forgot. And there's also, like, um, I think it's called the Flint Knock Pistol. That one's yeah. crazy. It, like, shoots you backwards after you fire it. And I think if you're choosing between, like, a pistol and, a, and an assault rifle is that pistols obviously aren't automatic, but if you have a quick trigger finger, then it doesn't even really matter. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. I didn't even realize for the longest time that the assault rifles were automatic. <laughs> Then we've got sniper rifles, which are one of my favorite items. So sniper rifles have a scope on them, so when you aim, you can zoom in really close to some, well, not really close, but you can see further than you otherwise would. It's like a uh, telescope. Previously, there were the bolt-action snipers where you could only shoot one shot at a time and that would take a really long time to reload but this season there are automatic ones which i love because then i can just keep shooting because it's hard to get just one shot aimed accurately enough yeah but if you did um if you did have really good aim with a bold action you got like a headshot with it it would be an insta kill so the automatic does a lot less damage, but... Oh, okay. So yeah, there's always that payoff. And there's also a heavy sniper. I think there's also suppressed snipers. Um, right now there's also the railguns, like we mentioned. And um, I can't think of what it's called right now, but there is a different kind of sniper rifle that doesn't have a scope. Uh, the hunting rifle. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it um, it's only... It's only one shot, like the bolt action, but it doesn't have a scope, so that's interesting. That seems weird that they'd call it a sniper if there's no scope. But yeah, it's like really accurate and powerful, like a sniper, very long range. So the new types of weapons in this particular season are the sideways weapons. Yes, so you find these either when you are in the sideways or you can use the cube monster parts that you collect. No, wait. That's just for upgraded, right? You can't turn things into them. Yeah, the cubes just upgrade the weapons. They okay, can't. scratch that part. <laughs> <laughs> so for like the normal 
types of sideways weapons. There's like the minigun and the rifle. And the thing with those is that there's no reload, so you can't just kind of like keep shooting them forever until you run out of bullets. But they do have like a cooldown. Yeah, I just discovered that recently. That's really cool. Yeah, so like if you shoot a lot at once, then it will like overheat and you'll have to stop for a few seconds. But if you're a little more careful, then you could just kind of endlessly shoot. Yeah, the minigun does exist outside the sideways, but I've never actually seen it in a game just in creative mode. And I don't know why it's called a minigun because it's huge. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it might be made out of like a lot of smaller guns. That's the best guess I have so far. I haven't like looked it up on Wikipedia to see if it's real. Yeah, miniguns are real. <laughs> oh, wow. Not not quite an, a weapons expert. Eh? Yeah. Oh, the, do they shoot, or, or the rifle at least, does it shoot like kind of like energy waves? Or is it, um, I don't know, that's what it looks like to me. I don't know like what it necessarily shoots, but I think it's less uh, powerful on um, objects as compared to normal rifles. Like, if you tried to oh, shoot through someone's wall, it would take a lot longer. That is oddly specific. That reminds me, too, that um, I think this was an alien weapon. I don't think it was an IO one, because I haven't seen it in a while. It's the pulse rifles. No, I think that was an IO weapon. Oh, okay. I guess yeah. they aren't, just aren't around anymore this season. But those, I assume they were sending out, like, little bursts of lasers or something. I'm not really sure. Yeah, because I think they did the same thing. They weren't as powerful on. Oh, walls. okay. You notice way more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the sideways scythe, which is new. It's I a love that melee weapon. So you don't shoot it; you just swing it around. Yeah, so it's basically like a giant pickaxe, and it will just slice right through those cute monsters. Yeah, so it's definitely a alternate option for close quarters combat if you don't like using shotguns. Yeah, I've used it on another player maybe once. Because I generally just used it in the sideways, but I think it was one of the Cube Queen quests that I had to use it on another player, so I finally did. Yeah, the scythe is definitely good against the cube monsters. And there's one time I was on the sideways and I jumped... And it seemed like it did kind of like a helicopter thing above me. <laughs> Not entirely sure. If you attack while you're in the air, then it'll like twirl around and you'll slam down for a really heavy attack. The dual fiend hunters are considered sideways weapons, but I mostly find them outside the sideways. Yeah, they, they seem pretty rare. Yeah, they're like... Dual um, crossbows. Yeah, little crossbows. But they crossbows. fire bullets, not arrows, which is interesting. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. But yeah, there aren't arrows in this season. (laughs) There are alien weapons from last season, which we no longer have. There's the Chimera ray gun, which is a laser type of weapon. Yeah, kind of like a laser SMG. Yeah, and the plasma cannon, which would send out this very slow, large ball of energy. I didn't have much success with that, personally. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't meant for, like, attacking people as much as it was to, like, knock down their structures. Oh. Another thing I missed out on understanding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like that was probably in the trailer when the item came out, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. 
All right, harpoon guns are kind of in the category of their own. They are definitely one of my favorites. So these can be used against people, objects, or in fish, or like in fishing holes. So a harpoon gun does 75 damage, and it's limited to 10 uses. So it's like it has 10 bullets in it, but you can't refill it. You just have to find a new one. Yeah, and we did talk about that a bit last episode. Oh, okay. But like, so yeah, that is pretty powerful. Yeah, and you have to be careful, though, because if you shoot it at someone and it doesn't kill them, it will pull them towards you, so you better be prepared to shoot them or attack them in some way right away. Yeah. But if they're already fairly damaged, then it will just kill them on impact. Something I really like using it for is if someone is building a really tall wooden structure, and might work with other structures too, but wooden ones I think are probably the weakest... I don't know, it's that way to me. If you shoot the bottom of the structure with a harpoon gun, then you can just see, like, everything else just tumble down in a lovely way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, you can use it for fish. So the ways you can get fish are with a fishing rod or a harpoon gun. And with a harpoon gun, you don't have to wait. You just shoot it in your fishing hole, and it will immediately pull out a fish or whatever else it wants to catch. Yeah, so multi-purpose weapon. Yeah. And I also read today that it can bring objects to you as well, which I have not tried. Like, if you shoot it at another gun, it'll bring the gun closer. I've not tried that. Yeah, and I, I don't think that would use up one of the uses. Right, that's correct. Yeah, but I think it's that if you use it on on someone else on your team, it will use a bullet. Oh, okay. Interestingly enough, yeah. And you can grab people with a regular fishing rod as well. We've we've played around with that. Yeah, but it won't <laughs> do damage. Think of. Yeah. yeah. Another kind of weapon is throwable weapons, like grenades, which obviously have a small countdown and then they explode. There are firefly jars, which you can either just find. <laughs> or you can find, like, glowing clumps of fireflies and then you can catch them in a jar. Yeah, and, Weeping uh, Woods is a good place for that, but there are in other places too. If you throw the firefly jar, it'll start a fire. Yep. And then, this hasn't been in any recent seasons, but there's also uh, remote explosives, C4. You could throw at something and then wait at your own time to press the button to make them explode instead of the grenades, which obviously just have a automatic countdown. Yeah, I think I'd heard you call it C4, and I looked it up, and it's actually just called Remote Explosive. Yeah, the, there's a, well, there's definitely people in the Fortnite community who sometimes don't even refer to weapons as, like, what Fortnite calls them. They call them more of, like, what they're based on in real life. Oh, interesting. And there's also, like, um, sticky bombs that you can stick yeah. on people. Yeah. So they, like, can't avoid them. So yeah, there's definitely different types of throwable weapons, but mainly right now it's just grenades and fireflies. Yes. Also, I found out today that rusty cans are a throwable weapon. They're not just a random item that does nothing. (laughs) And they will do 20 damage. So I need to keep my eye out for one. I don't know if they're in this current season or not. (laughs) I'll have to try that sometime. Yeah, maybe we could try it on each other in Battle Lab or something. Yeah. Another kind of weapon are, like, the more explosive 
shootable weapons, like grenade launchers. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Uh, grenade launchers can shoot grenades farther than you can throw them. And then there's rocket launchers, which will shoot a rocket in a straight line and do a lot of explosive damage. And for Halloween, they had pumpkin launchers instead. Yeah, same thing, just with pumpkins. And I saw that they have snowball launchers, which are the same thing, just with snowballs. But there was some other kind. Let me see if I can see it. The Big Chill. So instead of just a snowball grenade, it is a snowball grenade that will freeze players' feet. I have not seen that. Oh, that's a thing. Um, it makes you slip around. Yeah, like I think I've seen it somewhere, but I don't think I've seen it in a game I've actually played. Oh, they have an egg launcher too, I'm guessing for Easter. Yeah, that was just a version of the grenade launcher. There's also the recycler. I don't know if I put that on their list. No, that was something back in season... Season six? Six, Primal. yeah, because that's when we started playing, yeah. Yeah, the recycler... I mean, it shoots out an explosive. Yeah. Maybe not as powerful, but... Yeah, a little yeah, bit it's more close it, range. You can use it to suck up anything. That was more fun to me than actually shooting it. Like, I just yeah. go like, up to a fence and suck up the fence into the <laughs> weapon. So I could basically turn anything into ammo. Yeah, it could only hold three shots, but then you could suck yeah. up any item and turn that into ammo. And since there's also shockwave grenades that don't do damage but just make you go flying, there's also shockwave grenade launchers. There are bows, not in this current season, but they were in the primal season. And I miss I'm... bows so much. Yeah, hopefully they'll come back again in the future. They have a range of stats. The makeshift bow was the weakest at 52 damage, so that's, that's pretty powerful. And in the primal season, there were ways you could make primal weapons or mechanical like weapons. mechanical weapons. So you could do primal bow, mechanical bow, and then after that, turn them into more like a primal flame bow. I loved those. So that would shoot arrows that would set things on fire. There's the stink bows, which shoot poison. Shockwave bows, like the shockwave grenades. I really liked the unstable bow, which would alternate between different kinds of arrows. Yeah, my favorite was the explosive bow. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and there are crossbows. I'm not sure I've actually ever seen them, even in creative mode, but... Yeah, bows were kind of like um, a replacement for snipers back in Primal. And they were oh, okay. very, very fun for me. Yeah, I liked them too. Yeah, so they... Have a bit of draw time, so you don't want to, like, get into a big scuffle with them, but if you can <laughs> snipe someone with them, that was great. I actually have a recording of one of my wins where I won with a headshot bow. Oh, shot. nice! It's great. Yeah, I know basically nothing about archery in real life, but I love bows on Fortnite and bows on Wii Sports. <laughs> <laughs> there are not really weapons. I mean, they could hurt people, probably. There's grapplers. Grapplers are more of like a mobility device. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what would happen if you shot one at a person. They basically like shoot out a little plunger on a rope. So if you like aim at a wall, you can shoot up the wall. 
Yeah, I actually picked one up the other day because they recently brought them back. And wherever I was at the time, I couldn't find anything that would actually let me shoot it at. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be, like, kind of close. And then last season, there were these things called Gravitrons. It would kind of, like, pull an item towards you, and then you could release it to shoot it off. So, like, you could grab a rock or something and shoot the rock at an enemy player. It was kind of like a mini version of the UFOs, because you could fly a UFO and pick up things and swing them at people. This was, like, a handheld version. I felt like they were a little uh, inconvenient to use, so I'm kind of glad they're gone. (laughs) And then there are special variations on weapons that are rare. You can only get them from certain characters. There's a huge list, so we won't go through the many. They're called exotics. Oh, okay. I saw the word exotic earlier. I didn't realize that's what it meant. Um, For example, there was this character last season where you could get a storm tracer gun or something like that where it was this really nice scoped gun, but it would also let you see where the next storm circle was going to appear. Yeah. And there are also, like, weapons you can get from specific characters. Like, in the primal season, there was the character Raz. If you defeated him, you got his explosive bow. I mentioned earlier Midas's drum gun. So it appears that there have been a lot of these in the past where there's been an NPC that you can kill and take their weapon then you'll be the only person in that round with that weapon so yeah it's fun to meet a lot of different npcs for not just for quests or to complete your collection but also to see if they sell any interesting weapons that you can't find elsewhere on the map yeah so if you want to play around with a lot of these weapons that aren't currently available, you can go into the LTMs, which is limited time modes or the creative modes in Fortnite, and there are often quite a lot of them available if you want to play around with them. Yeah, I know like every once in a while, and I think maybe even right now, they have an LTM called like classic mode or something, and it's just like the original weapons that were in Fortnite. Oh yeah, the other day it was advertising classic duos or something like that. Yeah. And uh, with creative maps that other people make, they can put kind of like whatever weapons in there. So if you do something like, uh, there's one called the pit. There's basically just a big pit you fight in endlessly. They have a lot of different weapons available for you to try out and mess around with. So even if something's not in the current season, that doesn't mean you can't play with it. So Emma, what would you say are your top three weapons right now? So, definitely for a really long time, I would always want to have, like, an assault rifle, a shotgun, and an SMG. But now, I think I would want a pistol, uh, a shotgun, particularly in this season, a lever-action shotgun, and a sniper, I think. I really like the railgun, but the automatic sniper is good, too. Right now, I really like the harpoon gun. I think it's just because I find it fun somehow. (laughs) It is fun to use it on people's builds, and it has that uncertainty of whether it's going to kill someone or just pull them closer <laughs> to you, and you can use it to fish, and I've been trying to fish a lot lately, so that's just a fun weapon for me. I haven't really used it that much on people, but it's it's just fun. Yeah, I keep saying fun. Also, <laughs> it shoots out harpoons on a rope, so... You only lose that 
bullet, I guess, whatever you call it, the arrow, a harpoon, whatever, you only lose it if it makes contact with something. So um, you can just keep shooting it and not run out of ammo in, until you actually hit something. So that's nice. I also like the automatic sniper that we have this season. Snipers are great. Also this season, if you talk to the character Core, she sells both assault rifles and sniper rifles. So if there's been days where I want or need sniper rifles, I like to go to her and buy one right away. And what else? Just for the sideways, I really like the scythe right now. Mm. So yeah, it's definitely fun. Very different. It's none of those are what I consider like your typical normal weapon. <laughs> yeah. Like I said earlier, I used to just like focus on assault rifles. The one I really don't like right now is the SMGs. Yeah, I feel like I, I used to always want to have one in my third slot. And now I'm like, I'd rather have uh, grenades or a uh, sniper instead. Yeah. I don't know what changed. Also with assault rifles, usually if I can craft them into a suppressed one, I always do that now. I don't know why. Oh, I keep forgetting you could do that too. I did a speech about Fortnite in my Toastmasters club a while back and I'm trying to remember what I said or the weapons I liked in that. So I know I had um, the flame bow, assault rifle, SMG. Oh, I think it was probably the harpoon gun was the fourth one and then med kits. Those were my loadout that I said I liked. Definitely for weapons that aren't in the game anymore, the bow and the chimera ray gun were some of my favorites. So yeah, there's a lot of cool weapons and they're always adding more. Like they've added new ones even this season, like the combat assault rifle. So it's cool that when we get a new season in a month, we'll see what stays, what's new, what's coming back. Yeah. Keep, thing fr- keep things fresh. I am really curious what next, what's going to happen next season. We don't know what's happening with the Cube Queen. She's got this theme song where she basically says she's better than Io and the Seven. And the Seven I don't know a whole lot about, but they're like a big part of the backstory. So I don't know what's going to happen. In at least one of the roleplay channels, they say that she wants to kill everybody. I'm not sure why. She definitely seems to want to take over Earth or something. Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering if this is going to be the end of the chapter. Yeah, that's um, because what people are speculating. One, I don't know what the reason was, because I wasn't playing back then, but it ended with basically the island. Like, everyone was sh- uh, shot from the, the chapter one island to the current chapter two island. And, I mean, the aliens already wanted to destroy us in the previous season. And I was yeah. the queen, who is more powerful than the, than the aliens, we know, from the beginning of this season. Yeah, I'm really not sure what is going to happen, but if we get a new chapter, that likely means we get a whole new island that we get to explore. Yeah, that'll be fun. It would, yeah, it would be really cool if there were LTMs where you could go back to a previous version of the island. I am curious about chapter one, since I know basically nothing about that, besides the names of some places, like Tilted Towers. And I would love to see chapter two, season two, which is where Midas was, see what his stuff looks like. And also 
chapter two, season three, where there was a lot of water on the map would be interesting as well. Yeah, that one sounds interesting. Well, that is all of our information on loot and weapons for today. Yeah. And hopefully after this we'll get back to our bi-weekly Butter Barn banter. So if you have ideas for future episodes, feel free to email us at butterbarnbanter at gmail.com. And please share the podcast with your friends, share it on your social media. We are on YouTube, so you can comment on our episodes there if you want. And thank you guys so much for listening. I'm surprised that anyone listens to us at all, but we've had a few hundred listeners so far, which is great. Yes, thank you for listening. We hope it's entertaining or informative. Yes, hopefully both. I'm definitely entertained when I re-listen to our episodes later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.